I'm at Gathering for Gardener still after week after week, and with me is uh, Dana Richards, uh, who has put together... Well, again, the colossal book of Short Puzzles and Problems, which is a collection of all the puzzles that Martin Gardner published in Scientific American over a 25-year period. This conference has been going on for weeks now, it seems. But <laughs> no, well, it's, it's, it's much longer than it used to be. This is the eighth one, and I've been to all eight of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been uh, quite a, a fan of Martin Gardner since uh, I first met him in 1979, and uh, so um, I uh, couldn't miss these if I had other obligations. I would, I would always come here because uh, not only is it... Uh, related to, to, to my, my dear friend Martin Gardner, but when you come here you see a, an enormous range of peoples who are, have this common interest in Martin Gardner because his column was so eclectic. He talked about right. so many things that math touches on. In many uh, ways, that's all we have in common. They're so diverse what we have here, magicians, mathematicians, puzzle makers. Right, and so it's the diversity that makes a conference like this almost unbelievable, uh, and uh, and I, I suspect it will flourish in the in the years to come. So um, you gave us a puzzle last week. Yes, the problem was to take a uh, a cube and to draw two faces, two diagonals across the faces, meeting at one point. And the question is, what is the angle between these two lines? And we were joking. I was sort of giving a hint, and I didn't realize when I was doing it that it might have been completely misleading. I was sort of joking that you have to look at it from the right way, meaning what I meant was I didn't mean that it was a right angle, but that you had to look at it from, from the, right the right perspective. From the right perspective. For most people, the easiest way to see it in your mind's eye is to take the two free endpoints of these lines, not where they meet at a corner, but the two free endpoints, and connect them by yet another line across another face. And now you instantly see you have three lines that form a triangle. Three, a triangle with three equal sides is equilateral, and therefore all the angles must be 60 degrees. And, of course, you can keep on going and add a, uh, connect all the dots. And you can connect all the dots, and, and you eventually get the skeleton of a tetrahedron. Yeah, that's such a beautiful construction. Yeah. There are lots of inner beauty in, a, in, in cubes that a lot of people don't appreciate. You can drill a hole through a cube that's large enough to pass the cube through itself. That's crazy. That was in one of his columns, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That was mentioned yeah. in Martin Gardner's column. Yeah. It's, it turns from holding the cube at a certain angle, and you see that it has a hexagonal shadow if you hold it and look at it from one of the corners. And that hexagonal shadow, you can cut a square in that hexagonal <laughs> shadow. Oh, that's how that works. And you cut, <laughs> and that shadow is big and bigger than a square. Uh, that's a cross-section of the square. And so you can cut a square-shaped hole through from diagonal to yeah. diagonal, and the, square, the cube won't fall apart, and there will be a hole big enough to pass the well, cube through itself. Knowing Gardner's reputation, I'm sure he actually has a model of this. Does he? Have you seen one? Well, he, he himself is not a puzzleist. No, but uh, people uh, send uh, him all kinds but, of things. But he has an enormous collection of, of, of mathematical objects that people have sent to him. Many things that were discussed in his columns uh, have, are on his shelves. And, yes, he's, uh, he's got quite a collection. A, a variety of correspondence that would be the envy of most people. Yeah. Well, I have to personally thank you for uh, helping bring Martin's uh, legacy to the world. So... Thank you very much. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us. Thank you.